and I saw the picture. I didn't really understand it. This picture of ten to fifteen thousand blue seats. We've all probably sat in them at one point or another at the Rogers Center, and they're all in a pile, dumped in a landfill. And people are asking, "Well, why did you sell? Why why'd you send them to the landfill? Why are all these seats seats that people's bums were in during two World Series, two World Series wins, and a whole bunch of legendary games, uh, concerts?" And so there are a lot of questions asking, well, why, why couldn't you do what you did with Maple Leaf Garden? Why couldn't there be a value? Maybe auction it off. Donate it. Recycle them. I don't know. Why are they in a landfill? Is there any value to them? Uh, Roger's official position is, well, they're just not salvageable. The demolition was hard on them. It's not really, but that's pretty much this. They're just not salv- salvageable. But is there any value? I don't know if there's value. I mean, I get the Maple Leaf Gardens. I mean, they were wood seats. They were, uh, it's almost like Massey Hall. Like there's just a, there's a, a thing. There's a magic about them. But is there any value to the blue seats at Rogers? Let's ask a guy who knows. Hirsch Burns, Bornstein joining us, auction organizer. Uh, Bornstein's Frozen Pond memorabilia firm, which did run the Maple Leaf Garden auction. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. Boy, that was 2012. That's a long, long time ago. Boy, that seems like uh, that seems like yesterday. Ah, the good old days. Yeah, the really the good old days. What was the seat worth? What was the what was the biggest get you got for a maple leaf garden seat? Do you remember? The well, when the when the Leafs sold them off, the uh, the golds were the highest demand, and uh, the blues were the scarcest because there were the fewest of them. They were going for about twelve to fifteen hundred dollars each at the time. Yeah, it's all about being able to say, hey, come to my basement and let me show you my framed maple leaf seed. They're definitely desirable. Like the fact that they're saying that, that they were old and worthless is is definitely untrue. Okay. But, you know, Rogers, it's 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 a private company. It's free enterprise. They can do what they want with them, but it's it's a big opportunity lost. Well, that's what I think. Um, and they can say that. And I'll ask you what makes them valuable because I, I get the value in the maple leaf gardens. I mean, it was just, I mean, so nostalgic outside of a few chapters that were not very pretty, but there's a lot of magic in that building. Um, but there is a lot of magic that happened. Certainly the Blue Jays gave us two of the greatest, you know, World Series champion wins that just lit the city on fire. It was a really, really exciting time for those of us old enough to remember because it's been a while. Um, but what would make these seats valuable because they're not kind of cool like the wood seats they're i remember that there's blue plastic chairs right not chairs yeah, but hockey, seats yeah the hockey seats are definitely more desirable but the fact that that they were actual seats in a stadium um does make them desirable and again sitting next to your maple leaf garden seat you could have a blue jay <laughs> seat it's it's not it's not unheard of and you know they said that they're 30 years old and unsalvageable and that's that's untrue um I've been involved in other auctions, uh, Chicago Stadium in 1996. They sold a, a salvaging contract. A firm was a firm paid to basically buy all the remnants of the stadium, and yeah. they took all the seats and refurbished them and put new legs on them and made them freestanding, and they sold them individually. And it was a time-consuming and costly process, but they made money at it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have bid on the contract. And I don't understand why Rogers wouldn't have done the same thing here. Yeah, I have to think that almost everything in a in a stadium can be um, salvaged, and someone would buy it. Albeit, I, I still call it the Sky Dome. 
I'm not sure it has quite the magic that uh, some of the other stadiums have, but it does have history. And so um, they also could have, I guess, uh, sold them off and contributed to charity. I think there's so many things that they could have done. So is there a chance they could come out of the landfill? Are any of them salvageable? Are people just going to go down and take them, or are they done? Absolutely, they're salvageable. Like, you know, you could take the seat back and you could frame it. You could take a seat back and get a new mean flame it? new chair put in and, and legs and there's But aren't you changing the value by doing that? Like you're you're saying when you say flame yeah. it, you're saying like rehabilitate it, right? Exactly. That's a good way to put it. Uh Montreal Forum, the the gentleman that got the salvaging contract for that, he's still selling the seats. That was I think nineteen ninety six or ninety seven. Um again, he he'll he'll have the piece of wood from the back. He'll have a piece of the original uh, chair where you, where you sat, and then he puts on new legs, makes it freestanding, and sells them. They sell for like $1,200 each or so. So, like I said, it's, it's a big opportunity loss, but here's here's a little-known fact. When Loblaws got, took over Maple Leaf Gardens, mm-hmm. um, part of their deal, there were 3,000 seats, and they're still sitting in a Loblaws mm. parking lot somewhere in the city of Toronto. Really? Um, I I asked them 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I said, you know, either let me sell them individually, let me sell them for you, let me refurbish them and sell them, or or I actually had a couple of Leaf players, um, Joffrey Lupel and Jake Gardner, that were going to finance it. We were going to buy all 3,000 of them and start selling them. So, and they said no. Like they're so, so they're just collecting. Are they outside? Are they inside stored somewhere? They're in a park. They're in a parking garage in in Toronto. I'm not exactly sure where. Right. Um, they didn't say no. They never went <laughs> back to me. All and right. they're just sitting there. They're not ready to go. They need work. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there's and those are a lot more valuable. So what the Jays are doing isn't unprecedented in, in the city of Toronto. But like you said, there's a lot of fans that would love to have them and a lot of charities that could be benefiting. Yeah, this is one of those like outside the box thinking where you say, hey, what 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 could we do with these other than landfilling them? And so but you say uh, they're good. Go get them. I'm not sure where, where are they there in. Um, I mean, the landfill operator might not want them. They're over at uh, Metal Recyclers in Don Mills Steels and Metal Limited. <laughs> not that I yeah. want everyone to go showing up there. But would would you go and and get some of these? Like, what would be the value, high value? Do you think you could get for one of these chairs, other than having it in your your man cave or your basement, wherever? What's the value you think you could get? If it's just a piece of plastic, like we said, they're not salvageable, and it's just like a plastic back. Like, I, I don't think those chairs are going to be complete and ready to sit in, so they're going to need work. Yeah. Um, once they're completed, like, and and you've made it freestanding, there's a lot of them. So not more than like maybe three or four hundred dollars each. Um, and you might have to put that much labor into it to, to make it salvageable. So no one's getting rich, but if they put some time and thought into it, it could have been a money-making proposition. Yeah, and now it's just a news story. <laughs> and again, can people just go pick them up? I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know the way uh, these places work. But uh, Well, I is, do because my, my hubby's in the business. I would not suggest going up there and taking anything, but maybe <laughs> call the company and see if anyone wants to go. Uh, interesting, super interesting. I think it's one of those things, Hirsch, that we don't really think about, but one man's junk is another's, or one person's junk is another person's treasure. But obviously Rogers knew that yeah. when they took him to the, to the, to the dump. They, they knew that there would be demand for it, but obviously they, they deemed it not worth the time. So One more reason to get angry at them. I guess so. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're welcome. There you go. That's Hirsch Borenstein.
And uh, he thinks they're salvageable, not that just that, but also worth it. So Rogers or anyone else trying to throw at this kind of stuff, maybe three think that, think outside the box.